The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ladies, at Essentia Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more. This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go back for our final part to look at Stamford Bridge, which is a suggestion from one of our listeners, Kendra. Thanks, Kendra. Now, don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering so many places across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. We start by looking at the West Stand. In 1964 to 1965, a seated West Stand was built to replace the existing terracing on the west side. Most of the West Stand consisted of rising ranks of wooden tip-up seats on iron frames. But seating at the very front was on concrete forms, known as the benches. The old West Stand was demolished in 1997 and replaced with the current West Stand. It's got three tiers, in addition to a row of executive boxes that stretches the length of the stand. The lower tier was built on schedule and opened in 1998. However, difficulties with planning permission meant that the stand was not fully completed until 2001. Difficulties with planning permission meant that the stand was not fully completed until 2001. Construction of the stand almost caused another financial crisis, which would have seen the club fall into administration, but for the personal intervention of Roman Abramovich. In borrowing £70 million from Eurobonds to finance the project, Ken Bates put Chelsea into a highly perilous financial position, primarily because of the repayment terms he had agreed to. Now complete, the stand is the primary external face of the stadium, being the first things fans see when they enter the main gate on the Fulham Road. The main entrance is flanked by hospitality entrances, named after former Chelsea players Nigel Spackman and David Speedy. Signage at those entrances with those players' names was removed in 2020, to replace by directional signage, meaning those entrances are no longer named after any player. The stand also features the largest concourse area in the stadium. It's known as the Great Hall and is used for many functions at Stamford Bridge, including the Chelsea Player of the Year ceremony. The aforementioned executive boxes, also known as the Millennium Suites, are the home of the majority of matchday hospitality guests. Each box is also named after a former Chelsea player. Tambling Suite after Bobby Tambling. Clark Suite after Steve Clark, Harris Suite after Ron Harris, Drake's after Ted Drake, Bonetti after Peter Bonetti, 
and Hollins after John Hollins. In October 2010, a nine-foot statue of popular 1960s Chelsea forward Peter Osgood, created by Philip Jackson, was unveiled by Peter's widow, Lynn. It's positioned in the recess of the West Stand near the Millennium Reception. A plaque on the side, written by official club historian Rick Glavin, reads, Stamford Bridge has many heroes, but only one king. Graceful technician, nerveless striker, icon of the swinging 60s, adored by fans, scorer of immortal cup final goals, a big man for a golden age. In January 2020, Chelsea FC unveiled a large mural by Solomon Souza on the outside wall of the West Stand of the stadium. The mural is part of Chelsea's Say No to Anti-Semitism campaign, funded by club owner Roman Abramovich. Included on the mural are depictions of footballers Julius Hirsch and Alpen Fritz, who were killed at Auschwitz concentration camp, and Ron Jones, a British prisoner of war known as the goalkeeper of Auschwitz. The bridge opened in 1877 as home as the London Athletic Club and was used almost exclusively for that purpose until 1904. Subsequently, with the opening of the football club, the need for the playing surface resulted in construction of the pitch. In June 2015, significant upgrades were made to the undersoil heating, drainage and irrigation systems, along with installation a new hybrid grass pitch. This brought the pitch up to modern standards. The current pitch at ground measures approximately 103 metres long by 67 metres wide, with a couple of metres of runoff space on all sides. The south stand has by far the most runoff space, being unto 3.5 metres deep. When Stamford Bridge was redeveloped in the Ken Bates era, many additional features were added to the complex, including two hotels, apartments, bars, restaurants, the Chelsea Megastore, and an interactive visitor attraction called Chelsea World of Sport. The intention was that these facilities would provide extra revenue to support the football side of the business, but they were less successful than hoped and before the Abramovich takeover in 2003, the debt taken on to finance them was a major burden on the club. Soon after the takeover, a decision was taken to drop the Chelsea Village brand and refocus on Chelsea as a football club. However, the stadium is sometimes referred to as part of the Chelsea Village or the Village. In 2005 saw the opening of the new club museum, known as the Chelsea Museum or the Centenary Museum, to mark the 100th anniversary of the club. The museum is located at the former Shed Galleria. Visitors are able to visit the WAG's lounge and then watch an introductory video message from the former Vice President Richard Attenborough. They are then guided decade by decade through the club's history, seeing old programs, past shirts, Jose Mourinho's coat and other memorabilia. A motto on the wall of the museum reads, I am not from the bottle, I am a special one, a reference to Mourinho's famous quote upon signing as manager for Chelsea. On the 6th of June 2011, a new museum with improved and interactive exhibits opened behind the Matthew Harding stand. It's the largest football museum in London. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. 
the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The club merchandise shop, known as the Megastore, is situated on the southwest corner of the stadium. The shop has two floors. The ground floor mainly consists of souvenirs and children's gear, and the first floor offers mainly apparel, including training jerseys, jackets, coats, and replica team jerseys. There are also two smaller shops, one located at the Stamford Gate entrance and the other inside the new museum building behind the Matthew Harding stand. Former owner Roman Abramovich sanctioned redevelopment of Stamford Bridge to around 55,000 to 60,000 seats. Its location in a heavy built-up part of inner London, in between a main road and two railway lines, complicates the logistics of the redevelopment. Additionally, dispersing 60,000 fans into the residential roads surrounding Stamford Bridge is likely to create congestion. Earl's Court Exhibition Centre, White City, Battersea Power Station, the Imperial Road Gasworks off the King's Road on the Fulham and Chelsea border, and the Chelsea Barracks were probable alternative sites explored for a stadium rebuild. Under the Chelsea Pitch Owners, CPO, Articles of Association, the club would however relinquish the name Chelsea Football Club should it ever move from the site where Stamford Bridge exists. The club proposed to buy back the freehold from the CPO. In a vote held on the 27th of October 2011, its shareholders opted against selling their rights. On the 4th of May 2012, Chelsea announced a bid to purchase Battersea Power Station to build a 60,000-seater stadium on the site. They released artist impressions of the proposed stadium on the 22nd of June 2012. In June 2014, the club announced it had commissioned a study of the area from Fulham Broadway to Stamford Bridge and beyond by the architects. Later, in December the next year, Chelsea announced intention to build a 60,000-seater stadium at Stamford Bridge. In January 2017, Hammersmith and Fulham Council approved the rebuild. The whole of the Chelsea village would be demolished and the new stadium would include a new club shop, museum, a bar and restaurants. The two existing hotels, restaurants, bars and spa would be relocated. In March 2017, full permission was given to redevelop Stamford Bridge by the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, who said the high-quality and spectacular design would add to the capital's fantastic array of sporting arenas. During the rebuild, expected to last three to four years, the club would have to find an alternative site to play home games. The Twickenham Stadium emerged as one possible destination. In February 2016, media reports claimed that Chelsea had agreed a £20 million deal with the FA for Wembley Stadium to use it for three seasons, beginning in 2017 and 18. Although Chelsea wanted exclusive rights to Wembley, the FA suggested that they share the stadium with their London rivals Tottenham Hotspur for just the 2017-18 season as Spurs were then engaged in their own stadium rebuild. The FA wanted to show no favourites in using the national stadium. The Gothic Westminster Abbey-inspired redesign, envisaged as the Cathedral of Football, prominently features in a series of 132 brick piers, interlaced with 132 slender steel piers. In reference to the borough's Victorian-era brickworks that extend over the roof and end in a circular white steel ring right above the pitch, the piers create a covered walkway around the perimeter of the premises. Lots of time, money and plans went into the efforts, but on the 31st of May 2018, the club announced suspension of the rebuild, stating Chelsea Football Club announces today that it has put its new stadium project on hold. 
No further pre-construction design or planning work will occur. The club does not have a time frame for reconsideration of its decision. The decision was made due to the current unfavourable investment climate. In July 2022, it was reported that the club's new owner, Todd Burley, had appointed American architects to oversee the renovation of the stadium. The highest record attendance at the stadium was 82,905 versus Arsenal FC on the 12th of October 1935. The lowest attendance was 3,000 at Chelsea versus Lincoln match in 1906. International matches played at Stamford Bridge on the 11th of December 1909 when England amateurs beat Netherlands 9-1. On the 5th of April 1913 where England beat Scotland 1-0. On the 20th of November 1929 where England beat Wales 6-0. On the 7th of December 1932, where England beat Austria 4-3. On the 11th of May 1946, where England beat Switzerland 4-1. And on the 25th of March 2013, Brazil played Russia in a one-all draw. Stamford Bridge is easily accessible by public transport, and the closest London Underground station, Fulham Broadway, has a dedicated matchday entrance, allowing crowds easier entry and exit from the station, avoiding the main ticket hall and shopping centre. Given the stadium's location in southwest London, car parking in the local area is extremely limited, and therefore the use of public transport is recommended by Chelsea and local supporter groups. So, I hope you've enjoyed our two part look at Stamford Bridge, its history, where it is now, some of the most important matches it's hosted, and what the plans are for the future. If you'd like to make contact with us, like Kendra did, to suggest an episode, please do by getting in touch with us through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or through our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon for the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.